Chagigah of Yudam at the base, Shir number one. We are on the second line of the Gemara Chagigus. The Mishnah said that the concept of the Korban Chagigah was something which Chazal referred to as a mountain suspended by a hair, meaning that there's a, a great body of halacha and there's very, very limited, if any, real scriptural source for the Korban Chagigah in Torah Shabich Sav. Says the Gemara as a question, Michtav Ksivan. There are, there are scriptural references to the Korban Chagiga. Says the Gemara, No. The reason why we needed Chazal to refer to it as a mountain suspended by a hair, implying that there is basically no scriptural reference, is because whatever scriptural reference you want to try and bring, Rav Papa already said to Abai that it's probably not a very good scriptural source. So the whole rest of this sugi is going to be dealing with Rav Papa's opinion that whatever posik you bring, whatever scriptural source you bring from the Korban Chagiga, it's not necessarily talking about the Korban Chagiga. And with that in mind, that's why Chazal can refer to it as a mountain suspended by a hair. So the Gemara says, Mimai da'ai because the Pasuk which says, the obvious Pasuk which refers to the Korban Chagiga, which says, you will celebrate Chagoysam, which is the, is the language of Chagiga, you shall celebrate it, a Chagla Hashem, a festival for Hashem, Zvicha. How do we know that that's talking about an actual Korban? Maybe, says, says Rav Papa, the Torah is just saying, celebrate it. Rashi says, with a lot of Simcha. It could be that maybe there'll be Shalmei Simcha, the, the Korbanus for Simcha. But it doesn't necessarily mean explicitly that one has to bring a Korban Chagiga. So the Gemara says, If so, it says in the Torah, that you will celebrate for me in the desert. This is Hashem saying that the Jews will celebrate and it's the language of Chagiga. Says the Gemara, who is that, like Rav Papa wanted to say, also only referring to just celebrating and being happy in the Midbar, but it's not really a reference to the Korban Chagika. Can you say such a thing? And if you want to say, yeah, maybe that Pasuk is only talking about celebrating, it's not actually talking about the Korban Chagika. But it says, Moshe, Moshe said to Paroi, Gam You will also give to us the animals for sacrificial offerings and oilos, uh, right, the, the feast offerings and the burnt offerings. So there it's explicit that Moshe was saying to Paroi that those korbanos, that chag, that celebration that Hashem was referring to for the Jewish people in the Midbar, that was obviously talking about korban chagiga. So therefore we're back to square one. How come Chazal referred to chagiga as a mountain hanging by a hair when there's scriptural source for it? So the Gemara says, Dilma Rahmana. Maybe not. Maybe Hashem was saying, not in reference to the Korban Chagiga, but maybe what he was saying was, Maybe you'll eat and you'll drink and you'll celebrate. Meaning there'll obviously be what to eat from the Korbanus, but who's to say that those were actually Korbanus of the Korban Chagiga? Maybe there were other offerings that you'll eat and you'll drink and you'll celebrate, but no reference to Korban Chagiga. And therefore, we are right in referring to them as mountains suspended by hairs. Says the Gemara, No, you wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think that that Pasuk is not referring to the Korban Chagiga. Or at least you wouldn't think that there's no scriptural reference to the Korban Chagiga. 
Because the Pesach says, You're not allowed to leave over the fats, which are supposed to be burnt on the Mizbeach. You're not allowed to leave them over until morning. That night, the whole night until morning, you have to burn them. So, the Bach adds in the word Chaga. If you're going to say that this reference to the Chag, to the, 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 the celebration, is only in reference to celebrating, but it's got nothing to do with the Korban Chagiga, is there any fat on a festival that needs to be burnt on the Mizbeach? It has to be that the, the verse is referring to the Korban Chagiga, and then it makes sense to say that the fat needs to be burnt by the morning. Says the Gemara, no. Maybe the Torah was referring to different korbanas. Maybe this is what Hashem meant. That the fats which come from other korbanas at the time of the festival, they have to be burnt on the Mizbeach before morning comes. But again, no explicit reference to the actual korban chagiga. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, does that mean that only a korban which comes at the time of the festival, you're not allowed to leave the fats over until morning? Ha, oh, the inference from that would be that the fats from all other korbanas the rest of the year, not at the time of the festival, can be left over until morning. And that can't be, because the Torah explicitly says, it says the entire night it has to be burnt until the morning, meaning that by all the korbanas the fats have to be burnt until morning. So therefore, we can't say that the verse is referring to the other korbanas, because because then it would imply that the other korbanas, meaning anything other than a korban chagiga, is only only needs to be burnt if it came at the time of the festival. But the rest of the year, what are you going to say? Says the Gemara Dilma Imehahu. So Rav Papa now is explaining. This is what I mean. Maybe if you only had the one pasuk referring to the burning of the fats, Hava Amina, you might have thought. That it's only a positive injuncture to burn the fats. Meaning it's a mitzvah, it's, a, it's an active chiv to burn the fats until morning. So therefore the Torah writes another pasuk, in order to tell us that there's actually a transgression if you don't. It's not just a positive obligation, but it's an actual iser. It's forbidden not to. So at this stage we're saying that the two references that we just had, which were potentially referring to Korban Chagiga, or at least one of them, which explicitly sounded like it was talking about the Korban Chagiga. Rav Papa is telling us that, no, it, it's actually referring to the obligation to burn the fats of other offerings. We said, why does it need two? We already know one. It says you're not allowed to leave it over until morning. So why do you need the Pasuk of burn it at night? So the answer to that is, is to tell us that there's a positive injuncture and also a negative injuncture if one doesn't do this. Says the Gemara Lalav, if you needed to tell me that it's forbidden, that there's a negative, there's a transgression if you don't burn the fats. Kostaf Kra'achrina, we already know that from another Pasuk. Because the other Pasuk says, You're not allowed to leave overnight from the, the, the meat that you've, you've uh, sacrificed in the evening, from the first day until morning. So we already know that it's forbidden. 
And so Rav Papa finally says, Maybe the Torah wrote it twice to make you transgress two prohibitions if you leave it overnight, and a positive injunction. So what Rav Papa has basically done is he'd said that any posuk which is vaguely referring to the Korban Chagiga, he's found a way out of it. He's made it at the end of the day that these psukim are actually referring to the other korbanus, any other korban. And the reason why there are so many psukim talking about it, that you, that you have to burn the fat, is to say that if you don't, you've not only transgressed a positive commandment, but you've also transgressed two negative commandments. At the end of the day, there's no official proof for korban chagiga in the Torah. So now the Gemara says, Ela asya midbar midbar. But we could still learn out Korban Chagiga from the Torah if we learn out a Gezeira Shava from the word Midbar. It says Midbar twice. Ksiv Hachet says over here, Midbar, you will celebrate for me in the Midbar. And Rav Papa has been trying to tell us that that celebration has got nothing to do with the Korban Chagiga. Ksiv but it also says over there, Hazavachim Umincha Higashtim Liba Midbar. Did you bring meal offerings? And the mincha offerings to me in the midbar. This is what Hashem was saying, and that pasuk is obviously referring to the korban chagiga. So mala holan zvachim, afkan zvachim. Just as that pasuk is referring to sacrificial offerings, so too the pasuk of v'yachoygu liba midbar that you'll celebrate with me in the midbar. So that Pasuk is also referring to sacrificial offerings and therefore obviously referring not just to Simcha at the festival but actual Korban Chagigas. So what we're seeing from here is that there is actually scriptural source for the Korban Chagiga in the Torah. So then, Umay Kaharun Atalun Basara. So if that's the case, where contrary to what Rav Papa was trying to say all along, we do have a scriptural source through a Gezer Shava of Korban Chagiga in the Torah. So why do Chazal refer to it as a mountain suspended by a hair? There's good scriptural source. Says the Gemara, Divrei Torah and Divrei Kabbalah lo yalfinan. Because this Gezer Shava is a link between a posuk in the Torah and a posuk in the Nevi'im, the Prophets. And we don't like to learn out a Torah law from the prophets. A Gezeira Shava linking a word from Torah to prophets is not a good enough limud and not a good enough source. So therefore Chazal referred to it as a mountain hanging by a hair. So just to summarize very briefly, Rav Papa wanted to say that all of the times that the Torah makes a reference to a Chagiga, it's actually referring just to a Chag, which means a celebration. And even though it was very difficult to say such a thing because it seemed to imply, based on the Psukim dealing with the burning of the fats, that it was talking about a sacrificial offering, Rav Papa still wanted to say that it was referring to other offerings, not the Korban Chagiga. And even though it's mentioned numerous times by the other Korbanas that one has to burn the fats before morning, Rav Papa wanted to explain and say that that was just to obligate you more, that there were three injunctions, one positive and two negative in burning the fats of sacrificial offerings before morning. At the end of the day, we did have a scriptural source, a Gezerah Shava, the word Midbar twice, um, but nevertheless, Chazal would still refer to it as a mountain suspended by a hair because we don't like to make a Torah law linking a verse from the Torah to a verse in the prophets.